gentlemen, boys and girls, millions in attendance, welcome back to the D-Line Sports Show. Coach Carvey, how the hell are you guys? Good. That, that's not how you do it. Please, please. Great. <clears throat> For the millions in attendance. You've I'm sorry, I messed up, right? Yeah, messed up. <laughs> For the thousand <laughs> attendance and the millions and watching millions. all of Millions. Are you ready? I'm ready. I repeat, are you ready? Uh, just, it's Thursday and I'm still nursing my post Super okay. Bowl hangover. This, this but I'm all right. <laughs> I knew I should have hung out with you. Oh boy, I had a good time. I didn't. What? Uh, I found yeah. out that day is. I found out my brother died. Uh, it's, yeah, yeah, I didn't, didn't want to. I don't know if you guys noticed, but I did. I have not been very active lately on social media uh, because of it. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of, but I'm in a better place now. Um, you know, a lot of people have been praying for me, and it works. So, thank you, everybody. Here but anyways, anyway, anyway, Coach, we're all with you, Big P. Big yeah, let's, let's get back to the fun stuff of life. All right. Coach, we've had a big week of football. Man, it was a, it was a big weekend. Big weekend. Big, big. I mean, they, they, they rolled it out. I tell you what, the, the NFL does it up right when it's Super Bowl weekend. I mean, you got an entire day of pregame stuff on Sunday, all the celebration leading up to it. Friend, friend of the show, Brian down there in Miami partying it up. Oh, and yeah, he's yeah. having a ball. Man, I want to talk to him about that. <laughs> <laughs> but they uh, – part of the big celebration, they announced all of the Hall of Famers that Which are going to be inducted awesome. into the Hall of Fame this year. Give me one. Steve Atwater, Denver Bronco. Is that your – is that the one guy you can think no, of? No, no, that's just the first one on the list. The first one pops in Alphabetically. My ass. Oh, you're going out. <laughs> you're too smart for me. I can't do it. Give me another one. Edron James. Uh, he's farther down, but I was going alphabetically. Okay. Uh, that's because you're smart and you can do that. I can't. <laughs> let, me, let me just roll through them real quick. We got right. Steve Atwater, Isaac Bruce, Harold Carmichael, Jim Covert, Bill Cower, the mm. chin. Bobby Dillon, Cliff Harris, Winston Hill, Steve Hutchinson, Edron James, Jimmy Johnson, Alex Karras, Troy Palomalu, Steve Sable, Donnie Shell, Duke Slater, Max Speedy, Ed Sprinkle, the one, the only, Paul Tagliabue, and George Young. Hmm. Say, say Tagliabue four times. Just once. That's all you do. <laughs> I, I want a cologne. That's a hell of a list. It, it that's, is. That's an absolute hell of a list. It, Let me put my new hat right here. Yeah. You like, you they they like normally it? don't name this many people to the Hall of Fame, but this was the centennial year, so mm -hmm. they decided they were going to throw everybody that used to play football in the Hall of Fame. So, Well, I used to play football. Well, you, if you had given me a chance to get down the list – See, you're like. <laughs> you got flipped over the whole. <laughs> you got flipped over the thing. Like. <laughs> you sure know how to make a fella feel good, don't you, coach? <laughs> See, look, you're two above me. All right. <laughs> At least I'm above you. That's all that matters. <laughs> but no, there's some, there's some great players and, and a lot of memories attached to those guys. I mean, you, a you lot. go. Yeah. A lot, a lot of memories. You go down that list. I mean, they're. Everybody that, that grew up watching footballs, football in the 80s and 90s remembers Steve Atwater just laying one on Christian Okoye. 
I remember Jimmy Johnson. Good Lord, you got a safety coming downhill and putting one on a 260-pound running back and putting that guy flat on his butt. That's that's just you just remember those things. And Isaac Bruce and the greatest show on turf. Bill Cower all the time. He was scowling on the sideline. Jimmy Johnson with three Super Bowls with the Cowboys. Cowboys. I mean, it's time I like the Cowboys. Down the list. Troy Polamu all over. That was one of my favorite defense guys. Even though I wasn't a Steelers fan, but I would never forget how he'd be able to jump over the line and get the – Revolutionize the safety position. Yes. The hair. It was the hair. And, I mean, and and Steve (laughs) Sable, this guy, he's the entire reason why I love watching football. If you go back and watch all those old NFL films, Mm -hmm. the the, on the frozen tundra of Lambeau Field – in the black hole with the Raiders. I mean, just talking about all, all those things. They just made it they made it bigger than life. And he was a big part of that. He co founded NFL films. Now, now correct me if I'm wrong. Reggie Wayne is eligible for the Hall of Fame. Yeah, he got passed over this year. And was paid. this his first year eligible? Yes. Okay, because this is like Edron James's third year eligible, yeah, correct? Yeah, third or fourth. Yeah, he was starting to get a little depressed about and And actually, I am so glad. I didn't want to – gloss him over at all. I wanted to save the best for last, in my eyes. Because, I mean, I've been so eager to see Edron James make it in. To me, he's he's clearly the best running back the Colts have ever had. Clearly. Hands down. I mean, I know there, there's going to be some people that say, oh, Eric Dickerson, oh, Marshall Falk, but Marshall Falk and Eric Dickerson both had their best years with other teams. Mm-hmm. Yes, I agree. Even a die, a, you know, he, he was nowhere close to James. He, yeah, he, Edron James was better than Joseph Adai with two bad knees. Uh, I, agree. I agree. And I never uh, was a, a big fan of Adai. He done well. I mean, he did. He did all right, but, but I just, for some reason, I just never got that connection. Yeah. Maybe well, it was because he didn't like me and had <laughs> one of those uh, stop things, you know. Well, and if, if you look, I think you look at the players that really make an impression on you, uh, with especially with the team that you love watching. They're players that, that they had something that just stuck to them. Did you know what a stretch play was before Edron James? I mean, that's – Honestly, he, I'm going to say made, no. He made that outside zone play what it was right. for a few years. And – Peyton Manning learned how to play action out of that. And that that made that offense run for however long Edron was here. I think it was like, what, eight, nine years? Eight years. Yeah, because yeah, he was going into his third contract year, and they're like, no, and that's I think that's he ended up in uh, Arizona. Yeah, he ended up with the, the Cardinals the year we went to the so, Super Bowl. And, you know, they said it was going to give him yeah. a ring. But they he got, did. Yeah, he got, they gave him yeah. a ring, yeah. Now, me and Edge, we talked. I'm trying to get him on the show. Well, I know a lot of people think you're probably bullshitting, but this, but, this but one's I'm not. legit. This, yeah. is, this is legit. Me and Edge talk. And I keep trying to get him on the show. And he's like, look, brother, all due respect for you. He goes, I'm only going to do it in person. I'm sorry. So if, we got, if, uh, if we went down to Miami to his club. His yeah. Oh, club. yeah. I, I didn't mention that. <laughs> That's where he wants to do it is at, at his club. And it's not a normal club. No, it's a normal club for some people. It's a gentleman's club. Hey, well, hey, so. There are many gentlemen in there, but there are also other people so, in there. So, when did, you uh, know, my when wife, you I got a redheaded wife. <laughs> 
that works for the post office. Oh, that's So I've got crazy on two fronts. Do you think she's going to allow me to go to Miami and go to a strip club so we, can, so we can have Edge on the show? So when do you want me to go? I'll, I'll do an interview. Hey, brother, you, hey, you co-host, take your little pretty ass down there. And <laughs> me, hey, everybody. But when you come back and Brittany chops you up in pieces, oh, she ain't going to know. Brittany going to eat you up. Who's that? You yeah, you're going to get mad at that. I told her. I told, I told, her, I told on you. You're going to get mad at the airport. There's going to be one of those guys holding a sign that says Carvey Jackson. You're going to walk up thinking you're getting in a limo, and he's going to be like, you're served. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm saying I'm doing it for work, though. See? Can't get mad at me. I got an interview at the place. He chose oh, yeah, the strip club. Yes, you can. She's a woman. She can get mad at you for whatever she wants. Whose side are you on? Hey, I'm, try I'm on your side, man. I'm no. <laughs> trying to keep you out of trouble. You're like my little brother. I, I got to watch out for you. Okay. I, I, well, I tell you but what. Anyway, so if anybody else out there is on Twitter world and all that stuff, hashtag Edger and James, hashtag D-Line Sports. Let's yeah, put, let's put a little pressure let's, on, on let's Ed. Let's make it happen, y'all. Yeah, it happen. he's a friend of ours. Because well, I, I tell you, it'd be it'd be a lot of fun to have him on in for it would just be. ten minutes. Yeah, man, he's one of the nicest, most humbling guys you'll ever Down know. Rows. And if you ever watch any of his interviews, he is funny. I, that I, dude could almost be a stand-up comic. I was listening to. Uh, uh, oh, you should let me segue into that. The JMV on on, on the way in. The, on the fan on 107.5 mm -hmm. and he was interviewing Mike Chappell and they were talking about Edgar James getting into the Hall of Fame and Mike Chappell worked for the Indianapolis Star for years I he may still work for him nobody reads the paper anymore but <laughs> I was going to say is that even a thing anymore? yeah but he was talking about how they would go in the locker room after the games and all the TV guys would be so mad at Edger and James all the time because he'd be screwing up their sound bites because he'd be dropping F-bombs in the background <laughs> And the whole time, the newspaper guys are just laughing because they can ride around it. <laughs> he said he just he was who who he was when he was there, and, yeah, that, and he still is who he is. Yeah. And he's he's one of the genuine characters. I remember he got <laughs> he got in a little bit of trouble. No, uh, with, <clears throat> I, don't, I don't remember if it was a, a a DUI or just traffic problems you know dri right. driving all together but he got his license suspended it wasn't it doing like 140 oh, it, at yeah. a 55 so he showed up he showed up to colt's training camp in a taxi cab <laughs> <laughs> they had they had pictures of that all over the internet and and i actually used to work with the guy that dropped him off because he was a cab driver on the side and and uh, his name was yancey yancey? yancey was a trip but he he thought that was the coolest thing. He drove him all the way from his house here in Indianapolis up to, I think it was Anderson at the time for the training camp. Oh, wow. It, he That's gave him a big tip. Too. Call Yancey. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Anderson ended up as us a drive. <laughs> yeah, that was a good drive. But anyway, the Hall of Fame announcements weren't the only thing that happened this weekend mm. with the Super Bowl. No. I mean, we, we had – did did you watch the the whole game, Pat? I, I assume you did. I did. I was more did focused you? on the halftime show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, before we get to the game, let's talk about the halftime show, Carvey. Yes. Okay. Who was at the halftime show? Oh, uh, it was Shakira and J Lo. Her hips oh, don't lie, do oh my god! For a woman that's forty <laughs> years old, Shakira, and when a woman that's fifty years old, J Lo, they look beautiful. 
and they can still get down. I'm glad you kept it classy. Yes, yes. There were a lot of people that weren't thinking that. Yes, I know, uh, man. Okay, this one. <laughs> All right, people. You had to get him riled yes, up on this. That's the way he was acting before the show. We had oh, All right, this is one. Here's my problem right here. Okay, last year, <laughs> last year. Let's go. The women was drooling all over. What's that dude's name? Adam Levine. Adam Levine, because he had his shirt off and everything. Oh, oh my God, he's so hot. Whatever. This is the greatest halftime show ever. I, I, oh my so God. Talented. Oh my God, look at him. Okay, but oh, then you got yeah. J Lo and Shakira still covering themselves, just dancing. Oh, they're trifling. There's some of that. Now, now wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes. <laughs> J Lo comes sliding into. Into my living room yes. with nothing but a piece of gorilla tape covering her monkey. <laughs> so good enough. I'm not mad. I'm not mad I'm at all. Can us guys I'm get looking, our moment? I was looking for my 3D but glasses. Don't say they were completely covered up. Well, but still, I mean, can we get our shot? I mean, can we get our like oh, last year? That was the women's. This year, it's our year. So we had J Lo and Shakira, and I'm like, hey, they are so talented. They are. <laughs> they they were. Hips don't lie, they shaking <laughs> together. I'm like, I'm going to pay him five bucks to do that. <laughs> I'm like, <"Duh." laughs> I was in a trance. <laughs> now, I get it. I get why some people would be a little offended by it. But it's not, to me, it wasn't like it was. you didn't know what was coming for I, the halftime show. I, I see worse flipping through the channel exactly. at, at 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Uh, yeah. And by then, most of the kids should be in bed anyway. It was after 9 o'clock. And so, then, uh, and this, coach, I'll, <laughs> coach, I'll tell you right now, this is this is the part that breaks my heart. i seen people posting that, hey, this is America, da-da-da-da-da. Well, if you know anything about this country. Talking about the, uh, Puerto the Rican, Spanish language. Yeah. The, the, well, that and she had that uh, a Puerto Rican flag, uh, the flag. But on the other side, it was, it was the American, American flag. flag. It was the Born... Texas. It was the Texas flag on one side. No, it was the it was the Puerto, Puerto Rican Puerto flag. Puerto Rican flag. It was Puerto Rican flag on one side. On the inside, on the outside, it was the American flag. Yeah. And they were singing "Born in uh in USA." It was uh, J Lo, Shakira, and uh, J Lo's daughter too. Right. Yeah. Which she, but that that shocked the hell out of me. Yeah. She's really good. That part, seeing some people make comments like that, that that bothered. I was disappointed. When that I bothered saw that. me because I was really disappointed. If you are an American, you know some of the history of America and what makes America America is that we're a, a, a big pot of everything, everything. <laughs> and that's what makes America America. Well, something else too, and, I, and I'm going to put this out there: the Super Bowl isn't just for 40 year old white guys. <gasps> It's not. It's not just for 40-year-old white guys, even though I'm a 40-year-old white guy. I'm almost 50-year-old white guy. So people need to get over themselves a little bit. I think so, too. I mean, if, if if they had done the same performance in 1985, nobody would have said boo. Nope. But now the way things are. Five years ago. Nobody nobody would have said nothing about it. It's just everybody seems like, you know, they're – it's okay to get butt hurt and express your opinions about it's got, we gone everything. Soft. I mean, I love America, but we gone right. soft. We have gone soft. I mean, so. We are we're too soft. They they complain about the from mommy talking about the parade. Yeah. Okay, where uh, Patrick Mahomes caught a beer and drinking it. 
and then somebody was complaining about that. It's like, oh, he's not a good role model. I Travis see some, Kelsey drunk on yeah. stage. I mean, like, I'm sorry. These guys just won the Super Bowl. They're yeah, world champions. It's the pinnacle of their career. Yes. So why why can't they it's let not loose? Get Have than fun. Than you know, they won it for their city. They, they come on now. Yeah. This is I don't get yeah, that. Yeah, it's not like cameras were on him and he was staggering down the road. Falling over drunk. Well, I tell you what, you know what I mean. The only one in Kansas City that was. If you've seen any of the videos from that parade, Ooh. you can tell those people haven't won a Super Bowl in fifty years. I think, I think there's a lot they of them. They were out of practice. Yes, <laughs> I think I, I think a lot of them still drinking right I now. Saw, <laughs> I saw a video of a dude climbing up a tree with his pants falling off, and then falling out of the tree drunk and damn near killing himself. <laughs> See another video of Patrick Mahomes throwing a football to another guy out in the crowd, and he runs into a parking meter. I seen I mean, that one. <laughs> see, I have a friend. I didn't these see people, the tree one. You gotta people, send that to me. These people are having problems out there. They're, They're having they have fun. A lot coach. Of fun. They They're have having a lot fun. of fun. See, I have a friend that lives over in Kansas City, and um, they they made when they won the Super Bowl. The next day, they made Kansas City Day. So you got to wear your Kansas City clothes, whatever. Yeah. She's not a Kansas City fan. Guess what she wore? Chicago Bears. <laughs> she said, "No, I'm not a Kansas City fan. I wear a Chicago Bears." <laughs> wow. Yeah. She and she posted a picture of it. It was pretty funny. I wow. think that's pretty funny. Pretty bold. Well, we've, we've talked about all the celebration before, the celebration at halftime, and now even the celebration afterwards. Let's talk about the actual game a little bit. Yes. Uh, that's what there was do. a game? There was a what? game. What? Man, it was a for real game, too. That was. was a fun game to watch. I tell you what. Now, Coach, last week, I think all of us sat there and said that this was going to be a good game. A, yes, we a, did. A good, fun game to watch. None of us said it was going to be a runaway. Yeah. None of us said that. And you know what? There is nothing worse than going through an NFL season all year and then get to the Super Bowl and it'd be a clunker. Mm. You know, come out and it'd be like a 13 to nothing. Or, or shoot, we've had a couple where, you know. 42-13. Yeah, for, yeah, you yeah. get stuff like that. That's horrible. Ruins your whole evening. Yep. Doesn't matter who you're rooting for. But we come out there and they come out and they're just – yeah. Fighting back and forth, back and, back forth. and forth, going to half, 10 to 10. Both teams had a turnover, I think, at that point. So, I mean, you were getting good offense. You Patrick Mahomes threw two interceptions. He threw two, two interceptions. Total. Total. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, I thought. Hey, hey it, it was it was a great game. It was game. a good that, game. I really thought 49ers had it for you. I, I, think, I think the 49ers. Didn't you lose some money? Me? No, we did not. We did not bet on twenty dollars. No, we did. Are not. you sure? We could rewind it, go back. Coach, I think the 49ers We did didn't bet. I think they did enough to win that game. I thought we bet like a thousand dollars. Oh well, you a thousand dollar lot. But Patrick Mahomes turned into Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. With about six minutes left in the game. Finally. And and sealed their fate. It was. If there was, was one disappointing aspect of that game, was. You didn't see the Mahomes magic until, like you said, six, six, minutes, six something yeah. mark in the game. And then next thing you know, boom, boom, boom. They're scoring. They're scoring like they went into that hurry up offense. Yeah. And, and that's boy. what that's what destroying right that hurry up offense between him and Tyreek Hill and Sammy Watkins. Sammy Watkins. Williams. Yeah. Oh, Damian Williams. Okay. Oh. This, this, Some this people are clamoring that he should. He's the one that should have got MVP. I really for feel like he should have. And and. This goes back. This even goes back when the Colts were in the Super Bowl. Sometimes the guy that's supposed to get that doesn't get it because you got a great quarterback. In. Right. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that's who's supposed to get it is your great quarterback. Well, sometimes that's not the guy that has the big game. You know, and to me, I felt like Damian Williams Should've. deserved the MVP because, I mean, he had 17 carries for 104 yards. He had one rushing touchdown, one receiving touchdown. He had another 30 yards in, in uh, I think it's 34 yards in receiving. I mean, and he was there, big third downs. That's especially I mean, close just, to the he end. He carried them, and he was the only player on their offense that I felt like was consistently there from the opening Cons- bell. Consistently was All the way through the end of the game. I agree with you, Coach. So you say he was the superhero, the the, the game changer. Because remember, we always talk about that one difference. player. That that one player would always be that superhero in the game. So it was well, and if to me, he'll he'll have the memorable play in that game, and that memorable play was where he scored the touchdown, mm-hmm. and everybody thought he stepped out of bounds. And okay, let's talk about that now. Let's talk yeah. about that. All right, so. As y'all saw, it was slow motion. When is the ball is right there? Like say this is you breaking the goal line. His foot was on the out of bound line. So how's that considered a touchdown when you are out of bounds? That's why well, I was questioning about. If that's what you saw, but here's that's here's, what replay shows. Yeah, here. Well, here's what happens. Okay. So on the field, you can see the official is right there. So his field of view is very small because it's happening right in front of him. So And very fast. Yeah, and it's 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 a bang, 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 bang kind of thing. It's happening really quick, and everybody's coming at him. So he's trying to get out of the way and, and watch, throws up the signal. He calls it a touchdown. It looks like a touchdown at that point. I mean, it did, it did look like it. So then you come back, and they showed it from what, four or five different four angles? Four or five, yes. And none of them were straight down the line. All of them were kind of – uh, yes, yeah, like sideways, here, yes, an there. and that's why they didn't turn it over yeah, because because you can't. The original definitive. call was a touchdown, and they couldn't, <clears throat> without a shadow of a doubt, prove otherwise. Okay, yeah. so when you can't do that, they have to stick with the original call. Because I, I was that, that kind of threw my mind because I was looking at as one as now, one particular you, picture. There's a lot of 49ers fans that call bullshit on that. But. They are, but. And, and I'm half calling bullshit on it because the way the refs have been this year, you know, I hate backing up refs. But that one particular play, I agree with them not turning it over. Because okay. if, that, if they've showed us all the angles that they can see, I wouldn't have been able to turn it over either. I wouldn't have. Because I was – man, I I backed it up a couple times on my Exactly. TV that's what I was like, man, I'm so I, I close. Was, I was, I was so like, what is close. like right there? But it's so many different angles. Like one angle showed that he was out of bounds before he scored that touchdown. One angle showed he scored a touchdown before he's out of bounds. It's yeah, like – see, and the angle I'm looking at was simultaneously. The yeah. ball was hitting that plane. The foot was coming down. Man, that was yeah. just so good. My thing is the weapons they have on that team – yeah. Where they would have placed that ball, the mm-hmm. half yard line, they would have got in it. They would have got I, in the yeah, next day on play. Yes, I mean, I, I meant to that. I'm like, I'm wrong. I and, like And actually, chase. that like, would have helped them more because it would have took more time off the clock. Yeah. Yeah. But I still said it Remember, it years. was a uh, AFC Championship game here mm-hmm. with uh, New England. Mm-hmm. Peyton runs down. He, he's behind. Peyton gets his caught back up. Brady gets the ball. They march down the field and. And Manning's the one saying, just let him score. Hurry up, just get out of the way, let him score. Yeah. And that's what they did. And he gave Peyton more time to go back down the field. Sometimes that works for you. Right. 
So if San Francisco wants to bitch about it, think about it that way. Yeah. Like, okay, run another play, take off more time off, exactly. off the clock. That's why. So I've, is I've that never, going to help you or hurt you in the long run? I've never been fond of calling fault in the officiating. I mean, I'm not going to say I haven't done it, but I've never been fond of it because of this. Because it's – you don't know what could have followed that. It, it may have changed the way the game went. It, it may have been worse. Yeah, they could have fumbled. They – Yeah, I mean – Turnover. I get all that, but – Yeah. But it's it, you can what if it to death, but guess what? It's, it's a, a touchdown. It's, it's a touchdown. That's the, that's the Saints. And in the day, that's the Saints. The, the yeah. Chiefs yeah. are the champions. Exactly. <laughs> So yeah, I mean I, that's the one thing I just saw. So with that, are they? Do you think they're gonna try to fix the cameras now? Where you know situation? what? I there were supposed to be cameras in the pylons, and there and there I are, thought there was. They got an angle, and you look. He hit the pylon with the football, but you can't see his foot from that angle. So that's what I'm saying. So you think there's a way they could probably upgrade somehow, some way, so have dip, multiple angles when you cross that line, goal line. For the, on the cameras because to prevent situation like this, if they happen, can run cameras off a, a high wire act and I, they I, can do whatever they want, I think technology gets better every year. Yeah, I, I believe so. And eventually, I think they'll have all those bases covered to I where know. if somebody steps out of bounds, they'll be able to detect it. It won't even be a, a, and something will light up or whatever, and they'll know. Right. You know, but I think I think. It, 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 we we discussed the the refs situation and them going into a contract year with their union agreements, mm-hmm. and you brought up the fact um, that fact alone might be why a lot of these calls aren't getting turned over. Well, I think I, if that's I, the I case don't think, next I don't think year, that was the case this time though. No, not this time, but for the year in general, there was a lot of it that uh, was insane. I think next year we we're not going to see that if if it's blatant pass interference, they're going to call it. All right. If it's not, they're going to re- overturn it. I think we'll get back on normal be, actual yeah. refereeing next year, I hope. Yeah. Because those refs have set me something fierce. <laughs> well, there, was a, there was a few times. few? Yeah. Just multiple times. <laughs> but hopefully Sorry. that, you know, I'm, that's what it was. And but, but you know what? Overall, I think we had a fantastic football year. Right. Um, the Super Bowl – it stood up to the hype to me. I mean, you got you got the best offense versus the best defense, and the best defense to me, they won. They won what they needed to win going going into the fourth quarter, all the way up to that last six minutes. Well, I'm gonna tell you right now, Richard Sherman got burnt by Tyreek. I mean, he got burnt. Well, Tyreek burns everybody. I said that last Thursday. He, uh, he got. I mean, I said they, I need, they needed to put Sherman on Watkins because Tyreek. Tyreek Hill's going to get what Tyreek Hill's going to get. Jeez. I mean, I saw him take off, and he was just – I'm like, that's nobody not, mans up Tyreek. That safety should have never backed off. I'm wrong. And, and uh, yeah, go, but uh, – Man on man with him. I like yeah. Richard Sherman. I'm wrong, I like Richard Sherman, and I like Tyreek Hill, but in a foot race, Richard Sherman was no comp. He was no, no comp at all. No, Well, there's not many that are. And you can put Tyreek Hill in a three-cone shuttle drill with anybody in the NFL, and he's going to beat them. It's, I mean, that guy's large like, margins too. He's a water bug. That, yeah. that dude can change direction like that. I want to see a one quick, just cornerback, just to, who can stay with the wide receivers. I would like to see that one day. 
you've seen it already. I don't know if you're going to see it again for a while. I'm not well, saying, but let me ask you guys this: There was a lot of hype about Jimmy G this year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, AFC, the, yeah, the NFC Championship game, he threw what like eight passes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. went uh, the Super he went, Bowl. Uh, he was set seven for nine or six for eight. Yeah, something, something yeah. really, really it was minuscule, and wasn't much better in the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't remember. I want to say he threw the ball twenty, twenty-five or twenty-six times. So it's not, it's not. What, it wasn't a great amount, but it wasn't. I think they try to do the run defense more, run on the, on their defense more than throwing. What like, would you grade Jimmy G at this point? Overall, like the whole season, or yeah. just that game? No, overall. Overall, I'll give him an A. I, I, not an A plus, just a solid A. Because, I mean, he did take his team to the Super Bowl. I mean. If he I, did, if, if, or uh, I, if I had to the rank. The back, Mort. Mostert? Mostert. If I, if I had to rank Jimmy Garoppolo in, with all the other starters in the league, I'd put him right in the middle of the pack. See, that's kind of where I was thinking. Because so I, I don't think, not, yeah, I don't think, I don't think he's an elite quarterback. I don't even think he's a second tier quarterback. But he's not, he's not a, a dead. So you dog say he's like a third but, tier. Yeah, he's not going to hurt you though. Yeah. At all. And a lot, a lot of Colts fans, a lot of New England fans aren't going to like this. I'd put him in the same bag with Jacoby Brissett. Oh, okay. Oh. I really would, because Jacoby didn't win us a shit ton of games this year, but he didn't lose us a ton of games either. Right. So, I mean, and that's what you, you get with Jimmy Garoppolo. He's, a, to me, right now, the way they've set up their offense with him, he's a game manager. Mm-hmm. They're leaning on their defense and their running game and then letting Jimmy bail them out on third down, second and long. And that's, that's pretty much it. Okay. Going back to what you said that, because you brought up his name, Jacoby, right? Jacoby didn't win us a lot of his game. Didn't win us a lot of his game, but – he didn't cost us a lot of this game. That being said, where do you think the Colts may be, or where going? What are they going to do during the draft? Well, you changed gears quick. Yeah, they, he sure did. But he did. He come out left field with that one. Sorry. Coach. Well, I mean, really, if you look at it, we're our, but our you football, know what? That's our the, football season's over. Let's start looking to the future a little bit. Look, yeah, I mean. I don't want to talk about just the Colts. Though. I know we ain't talking about just the Colts, but we just yeah, talked about. We didn't even evaluate Patrick Mahomes yet. Oh, man, I'm sorry. Well, where do you, where well, do you rank Patrick? Oh, he, he's my magical <laughs> unicorn. He's my magical unicorn. Get me my Mahomes. To, to me, with, pa- with Patrick Mahomes <laughs> Go grab my Mahomes. Yeah, I want my Mahomes. With Patrick Mahomes, I, I think he was probably 1B this year. And the only reason I say that, you had one guy that, that got MVP this year. Yeah. And he played the same position. I mean, Lamar Jackson did some things that no other quarterback's done in NFL history this year. And that makes him special on that level. Patrick Mahomes. He's, he's the one that gets the plus to that A mm-hmm. yeah. because of that. Yeah. But I Pat, agree with you, Coach. Patrick Mahomes was, like I said, he wasn't 1A, but he was 1B this year. And I would put them – I would take either one right now. If I had to start a team with a quarterback, I would take either one of those guys. Without a doubt. Yeah. Now, fantasy, I would go Lamar. Yeah. Yeah. He can score 80, all 80 points alone for your team. So, but Now, let me grade my guy. Right. Everybody knows no, I got no, a man that's crush that's on him. Um, I'm going to give him that A. Mm-hmm. 
only because he did have an up and down season. Well, he had an injury. He had an injury. Madden kind of got him a little bit. But he broke, yet, but he broke it. He, yeah. he overcame all that. He overcame double-digit deficits in the playoffs. Yeah. Got his team to the Super Bowl. He wasn't as magical came, as, came as, as everybody the wanted the whole game, but he came back. Yeah. He came back in the Super Bowl, and they won. And sometimes that's the story. This this is the one. I you can't. Got, you got ten year old kids right now just starting to watch football. They watch that game. This and that's, is their. This is, yeah. this is what they're going to remember. I tell that's you right Joe now, Joe Montana, their Dan Marino. Guy. I want somebody to send me one of those Kansas City headbands with his hair sticking out of it. You seen <laughs> wow, that? Yes. Yes. Somebody out there, send me one of those, and I'll wear it on the show. <laughs> by God, <laughs> that'd be fun. But no, I. It ha- it wasn't as impactful of a season for Patrick Mahomes as, as it was last year. Yeah. Right. But if you watch the position, if you watch the player, you watch the ups and downs, and you watch what they overcome, that's what gives gives that extra grade, I think. that Because he's going to take the experience from this year. Moving into next year, he's going to be a even more dominant player than he already so, is. I agree with that one. So that being said, that being said, okay. So remember last week I was talking and I asked the question, whoever wins the Super Bowl, if it's the 49ers or the Chiefs, do you see the beginning of a dynasty with that team? So for instance, like you just said, if Patrick Mahomes takes what he learned this this year and next year just expand and get way better and wins wins another Super Bowl, do you think that he's well, I, I, w- I want you to think about something first. And this is this is the thing that makes the dynasty discussion okay. difficult. If you look at what New England's done in the past 15, 20 years, dear God, it seems like it's been forever. <laughs> but you look at what they've done over that length of time during the salary cap era. I, it's very hard to do. Patrick Mahomes is still on his rookie contract. Mm-hmm. He's got one more year left on it. And then he's going to get paid. And he's going to get paid like historic money. That's crazy. Still on a rookie contract. See, when he started playing, everybody knew this kid's going to win a Super yeah, Bowl. Yeah, he's still getting he's, – he's, I don't even think he's a top ten paid quarterback yet. <laughs> he's about to get paid. And he is – yes, he is going to get paid like no one's been paid before. And when that happens, then how do you re-sign Tyree Kill? How do you re-sign Travis Kelsey? How do you build a defense? How do you maintain your offensive line? So, I mean, because he's very – It's going to be very, very difficult to keep all the guys that they've got because that's what breaks down a dynasty is everybody wants their piece of the pie. At that and point. where they at in their contract years. So, this yeah. is what you I'm know, saying. If, if, if you got Patrick Mahomes and Tyreek Hill both in the same contract year, it's going to be real tough. Well, real and, tough to keep And, and you're going to see the first, the first part of it this year. Chris Jones, I'm predicting now, will not be a Kansas City Chief next year. And he was the linchpin of that whole defensive front this year. When he wasn't in there, you knew it. You see, here, where do you think he may go? Wind up I'll, I'll tell you, there's there's one spot that looks really good, and it's here. Uh, Zach, got, I'm glad you said he's that. Got, he's, got, <laughs> he's got ties with Chris Ballard already. Yep. Chris Ballard was integral in, in, in drafting Chris yep. Jones. Loves Chris Jones. 
he fits into our defensive scheme like a square peg in a square hole. And it's just it's perfect. And with Justin Houston too. Well, get them back together. They look good when when they were together there. So you got just ma- just imagine just yeah. imagine that him Justin Houston's the maniac. Our defense will look scary. It'd be fun. Gosh. Now but, I want to I want to throw something in on your on your dynasty question. Uh-huh. If you look back at the Patriots dynasty era, right. who there was only really two team three teams that competed every year. And that was the Patriots, mm-hmm. Pittsburgh Steelers, and the Indianapolis Colts. Now, in today's AFC, you have top-tier programs that can compete. That's Baltimore, another problem. Tennessee. Houston. Hey, well, it, Houston well, it, is on the doorstep yes, of doing Houston. something good. And, and look at this. This is one of the things that helped New England out. They were playing in a division that de- never grew up. Right. But now they are. Yeah. So Patrick Mahomes is going to come into the Raiders are a getting 10 better. times harder division than what uh, Definitely. Yeah. Tommy Boy had. Yeah, the Raiders are getting better. The Broncos are getting better. Biggest difference. So if he dominate, if he dominate that division, is he? uh, I mean, yes, he's a top tier quarterback. I mean, yes, he's. You rate him as a top tier quarterback. Oh, definitely. Yeah, top tier elite, elite quarterback. Elite. Elite. I'll just make sure. Yes. So third year in the league, and he is definitely in the league. Yeah. So if like again, if he dominates that that division and goes to the Super Bowl, that's the beginning of a dynasty right there. Like the the Rats. Okay. So. No, I, to me, it, it takes the second year of proving the status. Well, and it's not just the second year. Cause you, yeah, you can say, hey, our dynasty started in 2019, uh-huh. but you don't start looking at it at, in 2019. No. You have to this wait until you're 2020, 2021 yeah. so we like to more say it. Three more Super Bowls or two more Super Bowls? Well, not necessarily win three more or two more. Well, well, look, look, look at the teams that you would consider having a dynasty. Okay. Okay. Let, let's look at. Okay, you got the Patriots, obviously, in yeah. that, that that talk. We know what they've done: nine Super Bowl appearances over a fifteen-year period. You got whatever they did. You look back again. Some more. San Francisco in the eighties. They had what four Super Bowl appearances in the eighties. Yep. You look at the '90s with the Cowboys, three and Super Bowl appearances. And they had what, two more. San Francisco had two more in the '90s with Young. Mm-hmm. No, one. 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 Yeah, one. one. Apologize. Yeah. So I mean, you look at that, the Pittsburgh Steelers in the '70s. I mean, it's it, those were dynasties. Okay. So we may be at the cusp of something great. We may be at the cusp of something that just falls apart. Yeah. Because if you look, Dan Marino, his rookie year in the NFL, when's the Super Bowl's rookie year? Never made it back again. They thought when Dan Marino came in, got to the Super Bowl, and lost to the 49ers in the Super Bowl, that, oh, well, he's just going to be back every year from here on out. This guy's the greatest thing ever. Most passing yards by a rookie. Went went, and <clears throat> went and to the Super Bowl first time as a rookie. Anybody had ever done that? And then he doesn't catch a whiff of it the rest of his but, career. And you got to remember how this league is. Is when you do win the Super Bowl, you're valuable commodity now as a player. Yeah. Those teams a lot of times get broke up because immediately other teams are 
are, are throwing more money at this guy. Oh, he was Start on the Super Bowl away team. He's worth this contract. And now that piece isn't there no more. Yeah. This guy gets a bigger contract somewhere else because he was on the Super Bowl team. All right. If he what if they hadn't been on the Super Bowl team and won it, other teams Seen might it o- not go over, after over and over. And guys that get overpaid because every of it. year, every year it happens. And the only way you can stop it is by building that contractical culture that Ballard's doing here. You always hear about Ballard saying, I want to pay my people. I want to pay my people. And that's what he means. He doesn't want to go after the shiny player that was just on the Super Bowl team because he knows, yeah, you was a great fit the rate of, there. Yeah, the rate of success is not high. But either. that doesn't mean you're going to be a great fit here. Yeah. But if you build your culture here like Ballard keeps talking, yeah, that's why he says that. But that's why a lot, most teams in the NFL, after they win a Super Bowl, they get broke up. Now, if you're like the Dallas Cowboys, you had Aikman, uh, Emmett, Emmett, and Michael Irvin, and Michael Irvin all signed <laughs> together. They Jay Novacek, look at that offensive that line. That threesome wasn't going nowhere. No. The only way they were going somewhere is if Jerry Jones sent them there. Nobody could get them. You know, Tom Brady stayed in New England because they made sure of that. Yeah. You know, but, but everybody at, else was expanding. Yeah, but look pieces. at everybody else around Tom Brady. Gone. 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 True. Gone. True. How they kept coming back, the only thing I can say is is that our conference at that time was just weak. Mm-hmm. It was it was it was just weak. They had a couple of teams at the top they had to fight with, and that yeah. was it. And and, so, and they found they always found a way. To get to get, get by just a little bit more now, a little bit, a little bit better in Indianapolis, a little bit better in Pittsburgh. So my so my next question is this: since we see now he's doing right, he's doing he did great. Uh, and Andy the next likes, person, Andy likes beer, yeah, like likes Steve beer. Austin, yeah, <laughs> my favorite wrestler. Mine too. <laughs> Mine too. <laughs> but okay, now the other person that's could be a, a lead quarterback in the AFC, Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Now. Oh, if he has another year like he did last year, I'll have no hesitation in saying elite. All right, so well, I think his, he's elite now. But do you think the team's gonna catch on to him to, with Lamar Jackson now because he, he's a scramble quarterback? Yes. Yeah. I, you know what? I don't. I do. And, and, and here's why: Did they catch on to him this year? Yes. They didn't catch on. Tennessee to him this year. did. Ten, oh, well, that well. San Francisco did. You think you really think he got exposed this year? No. He didn't get exposed, but Ten- so. Tennessee caught on to him, but he didn't get exposed. I think I think Tennessee didn't catch on to Lamar Jackson. I think Tennessee caught on to Baltimore. That's what happened. Okay. They took they took away parts and pieces and put things in place that made Lamar Jackson uncomfortable. If you look at his stat line for that game, it wasn't horrible. He had a couple no, turnovers. He was still over three hundred yards. Yeah. Passing. It was hundred. Yeah, was he 100 yards rushing, too? Yeah, I think he was. So I, I, I thought I, he was. I, I could be wrong, but I think he was. So, next year, you think – I think next year is going to be Chiefs, AFC Championship, Chiefs versus Baltimore. It should have been this year. It should have been. Other than – and, and, I'll, and I'll say this all, all day long. John Harbaugh may have got Coach of the Year this year during the NFL honors, but it should have been Mike Vrabel. Should have been. Mm-hmm. That dude to coached – He coached the best – set of playoff games 
with the least amount of talent yeah. I've, I've seen in a long, long time. Now, I'll tell you something about him. Lamar. If Harbaugh is smart, he lets go of the reins with Lamar. So, because you, you all played sports. You mm-hmm. know you run that play that coach calls. Mm-hmm. And if that play dictates that you go here, that's where you usually go. If he takes the, the, the reins off of Lamar, nobody will figure him out. Nobody. Or they might figure him out quicker. I think, I it's think possible, right, but yeah. I mean, anything's possible. It's, but, man, that dude is a talent that is busting at the seams. I don't think John Harbaugh is a bad coach, and I think he's going to know what to do with him. I think he's proven he knows what to do with him, and he's going to add another wrinkle into it this year. Yeah. I really believe that. So, But to say you're going to figure Lamar out, I, I think the more freedom he has, the less you're going to be able to figure him out. That's my opinion. Well, I don't think Lamar has figured Lamar out yet. You give that dude a couple more years, and he's and he stays healthy, he's going to be really See, and I li- super tough to deal with. I ain't going to lie. I mean, the same reason I like Patrick Mahomes. They're fun to watch. I love watching Lamar Jackson. He's just fun to watch. He brings yeah. a lot of excitement, a lot of energy back into the game. They're not my team. They're not my favorite players. But, damn, I love watching them play because it, they just – they make well, football fun. And I tell you what, having a, a quarterback – that does all the things that Patrick Mahomes does, that Lamar Jackson does, that does something for your offense that somebody like say, okay, we'll, we'll just say Tom Brady. Somebody like Tom Brady can't do to a, a defense. Right. Because you put a guy back there and you know whatever position you play, Tom. let's say it's, it's Tom Brady. I know when Tom Brady's back there, he's going to do one of two things. He's either going to hand the ball off or he's going to drop back and he's going to be right here all the time. <laughs> he's going to be right there. He's not going to move. He's, he's going to be running. right there. And then all you got to worry about is your guy. When you've got somebody that can run around, get outside the pocket, and do the things that those guys do, a, a, a John Elway, a Randall Cunningham, a Lamar Jackson, a Patrick Mahomes, now as a defender – you got to think too much. As def- a, that's the worst thing for a defense. You don't want to have to think. All you want to do is go out there and smash. hit somebody. Hit somebody. <laughs> smash. Go out there and hit people. That's all. Pump smash. Well, Give me the ball. But Give me. Come on, let's do it, coach. Give me the ball. What are you talking about? Any given se- – or oh. no, the replacements. Uh, Gene Hackman uh, and that one dude. Give me the ball. I got you the ball. I got you the ball. <laughs> coach, sit down. There's well, no, so that's that's, but that is the thing. That is the enemy of, of defense is, you is really, thinking. I gotta stop you right there. You hurt me on that one. I well, thought you was gonna did. fall right I in line, and we was gonna have a great little funny skit, and it would have blowed up the internet. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you hurt me, coach. <laughs> yeah, man. I apologize. <laughs> I love you. No, but it, but I mean, in in all truthfulness, if these guys stay healthy, they're gonna be the next set of great quarterbacks. Yes. I agree. Oh, without a doubt, it's. Yeah. I, I think they already are. They're just they're, they're in mean, that look, direction big time. Tom Brady's old. Drew Brees is old. Philip Rivers is old. You know, some all of those the, guys are already gone. Roethlisberger. He uh, says he's coming back, but uh, he's not going to be. Man, the same that dude's guy. been that dude's he's been done. hitting uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is old. 
And he he don't have a coach that fits his schemes anymore. He's not going to be what he used to. No, absolutely not. Don't pick him up in fantasy football. I promise you, <laughs> you, you will hate yourself. But this this next generation of quarterbacks, and Russell Wilson may be at the the Heavy. head of it as far as it's age. The head of it, good. good but call. you got you got Russell Wilson. You got Patrick Mahomes. You got Lamar Jackson. You've you got Kyler Murray coming in behind him. Yeah. I mean, he just won uh, rookie, offensive no, rookie of the yeah. year. Well, and, and and I'm going to throw this out there, and maybe this is a hot take too early, but Daniel Jones looks like he's going to be a. Good I like Daniel I, as a yeah he. Joe Burrow coming in as a rookie looks like he's going to be one of the next great ones. I don't know what he's going to well, do. Well, I'm not going to say that because that Matt may be Line, a little early. Everybody was saying Matt Liner was going to be good, and next thing you know, he was a bust. <laughs> I'm not saying Joe Burrow. Matt Liner did a little bit. I think, he wasn't. He didn't. Great, I, I no, think, no sound yeah, barriers or anything. Just stop, just stop. He had a couple good games out there. Stop, a couple. Stop. That was it. Stop, <laughs> stop, stop. Hey, at least he wasn't he's, a Ryan Leaf. Oh, he still sucked. <laughs> stop. Okay. <laughs> but but we're, when, we're, when, uh, them, the when them when them pretty eyes look at me like that, I just do whatever <laughs> the hell they tell me. <laughs> the direction I was going is, I think the NFL's in good hands. Yeah. Oh, I, without I, I do, I'm glad. Without I'm glad. I'm just happy to see another team besides the Patriots play. I'm so happy. With it was. That. It was fresh. Oh, I love that meme Kristen posted that had that circle and there was two little different collared ones that says these people are rooting for San Fran and another sliver said these people are glad Chiefs are there and then the rest was collared blue. Glad and the, pa- the Patriots. Patriots I my tail off to that. <laughs> yeah. So. And I think I really do think a lot of people were just burnt out on. I mean, everybody. You ask anybody. You had to be. I, I have unless uh, unless you're from New England. I mean, I had a coworker that's a, a Cincinnati Bengals fan. He's like, I don't care as long as the Patriots not there. You know, just dip, I, everybody felt the same way. See, you know? my whole problem with Cincinnati getting Burrow is now I'm going to have to start hearing who dat who dat all the damn time again. I hate that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm glad you said something. Makes something. me want to boom. That's one of my uh, co-workers. That's and don't teacher. at me about the who dad either, you guys. <laughs> don't. <laughs> hey, he taught the students every time he said, who dad? He was <laughs> He's teaching them that. I said, don't teach them that, man. Oh, don't don't, don't teach them that. They're not Cincinnati Bengals fans. But, yeah. So, that's going on. But let's... You mind if I turn it over to let's, the... Let's switch gears a little bit and go to the NBA. We got... we. It was... It's a big day today. Right? Yes, yes. What is today, Carver? Today was the NBA trade trade deadline. At now, are they still allowed to trade now at this point? No, sir. It over? It's over. It's over. As it of what? Stopped four o'clock. It stopped at three or four o'clock. I will say okay. three three p.m. It stopped. But a lot of trades has been happening. But I'm going I'm gonna talk about the big ones that caught my attention. Okay, if y'all don't mind. So the first one I have was. And this segment of Jump Shot with Jackson <laughs> is brought to you by. Preferred mechanical heating and cooling. Oh, for all your oh. heating and cooling service needs, do like Jump Shot Jackson does and call Preferred Mechanical <laughs> at area code 317-924-4042. Mention the show, mention Jump Shot Jackson, and receive 10% off of your service. Take it away, Jump Shot. <laughs> Thank you, Big P. So... I like that. That, really came out that of was I'm awesome. Proud of hey, you've been picking up. a high five on that hey, one, baby. You, I'm rubbing off on you. I'm rubbing off on you. You are. I think you are. <laughs> All right. So the big ones that I'm talking about, D'Angelo Russell. He's with the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. Uh, he got traded to the Minnesota Timberwolves for Jacoby Evans, Amari Spellman. I mean, and I'm sorry, he them three went to the Timberwolves. They traded Andrew Wiggins for 2021 first round draft pick, 2022 second round draft pick. That for all that for Andrew Wiggins, he went to the Golden State Warriors. Now. Maybe I'm stepping out of bounds here a little bit, but has Andrew Wiggins hit a jump shot with any regularity in the last three years? Actually, Andrew Wiggins has <laughs> been improving a lot. I mean, and him coming, he could probably play at three. So, Steph coming back, Clay coming back, Andrew could be on that three. So, now they got their small forward. Is he is he really a replacement for KD, though? He's not, he's not KD level. <laughs> he's not up there, but he's... He good replacement, he's like Andre Iguodala when when they won that okay. their championship. So yeah, so Andrew Wiggins, that's a good because he's a shooter. He's a shooter now, and he's also a slasher. So what what do you think? What what are they thinking? As far as do you, do you think? Because I know Carl Anthony Towns has been open on Twitter about D'Angelo wanting them to deal so Andrew Wiggins so just get him out of town because he's driving him nuts. I mean, Kate Cat. He, he's happy because now he's playing with his friend, D'Angelo Russell, and they both around the same age, and they're good, close friends. So them two playing together, I think this gonna, that's going to be they magical. They have good chemistry. They, they already have that. a good chemistry because they're friends off the court. So they bring that friendship on the court and that chemistry, it's going to be deadly. So right now, Minnesota Timberwolves are looking good. They're on an upswing then. Yes. Another team I like to talk about is uh, – it's a three-team trade where Deion Waiters, Justin Winslow, and Dean went to Memphis Grizzlies from Miami Heat. Uh, I'm gonna talk about that real quick. See, Jay. So who did the Heat get? The Heat. The Heat got Jay Crowder and Andrew Iguodala and Solomon Hill. Bum. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm gonna throw that out there because he did play for the Pacers and he was a bum. Okay. And he's still a bum. But anyways. Um, but some of the Memphis Grizzlies did not like Andre Ugudala on the team because he's been sitting out. He's like, I'm not going to play until somebody trade me. And Jay Morat, the uh, rent, that rookie. The, yeah, the one that's going to get rookie of the year this yes, year. Yes, that's been balling out. He's like, man, get him out of here. We'd rather have somebody that's here that wants to play with us. Now, they got Deion Waiters and Justin Winslow, where that's, to me, that's an upgrade. Because well, Justin Winslow is a beast. Deion Waiters is a bad and, and He's a good shooter. He's a good shooter. Yeah. So now you got you got these players that's young, that's talented, and can know how to handle the ball or pass the ball around. They're going to be a threat. So are the Grizzlies a, a contender this year? Or I, I don't say they're a contender this year. I'll say give them a couple more years because right now on, on the Eastern Conference, you still got the Bucks. You That's, that's – Unstoppable, and then since you're talking about that, we're gonna talk about the 76ers. Yeah, the heat, heat, uh, heat, the heat's the good, heat I, but they're playing, they're Butler's playing out of their asses. Yeah, Butler's doing good. Yes, added Adrian Iguodala, okay, but you just lost Deion Waiters and Justin Winslow. So I'm thinking like that was a good trade, but you just dropped down a little bit. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that. So what do you think made them pull the trigger on that with them having as good a chemistry and playing as well as they have? Oh, you talking about Memphis Grizzlies? No, the Heat. The Heat? Oh, no, 
uh, Andre Iguodala. Because because it's it's, it's Iguodala because Iguodala he, he's a good viable player, a team player that's really good. He does a little bit of everything. Everything. He's happy. Yeah. So they they wanted him. It's like okay, we give you Justin Winslow and and some of the uh, Memphis players like they was talking trash about him. And Stephen Curry came back. Uh, with a picture of uh, Andre Iguodala holding up a three, holding the championship ring, my well, championship trophy. So yeah, but um, Andre Drummond from Detroit Pistons. If y'all don't know, he got traded to the. Oh, poor Andre Drummond. Yes, yeah, he I was so this. mad. He got. He Mr. said. Drummond. Yes, he got played. Andre yeah. Drummond got played. No, he, you guys remember that? No, okay. What you talking Matt, about? You're pulling out some some. He's stuff from he's showing his age. Yeah, he's <laughs> a bit. Mr. Drummond, what are you talking about? Exactly. What are you talking about, Mr. Willis? Oh, good lord! This guy. Yeah. This guy. But yes, so, I'm sorry to interrupt. Jump shot with Jackson. It just <laughs> popped in my head <laughs> when I heard Drummond. Andre Drummond. Hey, it's been a rough week. You guys got to come in. I understand, brother. I understand. I was supposed to have been gone by now. All right. I hurry up so you because I know you got to pee. No, <laughs> sorry, I love you <laughs> anyway. All right, so Andre Drummond, um, he got without any notice, whatever, he got traded to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Now, what what did what did Detroit get in return? Detroit this? got John Henson, Brandon Knight, uh, Golden State, or Cleveland Cavaliers 2023 second round draft pick. So they they cleared some cap spaces. Yeah, pretty much. But he feel like there was no loyalty. Andre Drum said there's no loyalty. They said they didn't give me no heads up or nothing. I woke up to a Twitter saying I've been traded. Well, in, in Detroit's defense, this is the last year on Drummond's contract. Yeah, but he, and they've been rumblings for the last three years how he wanted to get the hell out of Detroit. He no, he actually he, he wanted to stay. Now. He wanted to stay. He got he built they built I'm that not chemistry. I'm believing that though. But now now I believe that Detroit used to be in a high caliber. Now they're just dropped down because you just lost your big man that's putting up good numbers. You know. Oh yeah, he's he's probably he's probably the best pure yes. center in the NBA. So he's a true big man. So that's yeah. that's why I think that. I mean, it was a good trade, but also, yeah. Well, going forward, do you think Drummond ends up staying in Cleveland after this season? Truth be told, no. Because Kevin Love, Kevin Love's not going to be there. Andre Drummond's not going to be there. So they they going to start all over again. So you know who needs him? Brooklyn. You think so? Brooklyn, Brooklyn Nets. They got uh, Jared, 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 and they got uh, DeAndre Jordan. They don't need him. Where do you think he'd be a good fit? Personally, he could be a good fit in Boston, New Orleans. He could go to New Orleans or, or next year he could go to Houston. Now, reason why I say that, Houston just traded their two big men, Clint Capella and Nene. So the so big man was, So their big man is PJ PJ Tucker that's six eight. That's six eight. I mean, yeah, they got a big man Jordan Bell, but he's nobody good. So now I can see him going to Houston Rockets next year, personally. Yeah, that's just my, my words. All right, so you, you watch, you watch. Brooklyn will make a deal for you. Think, think Jay Z wants him, but but you got to think about. It. So you tell, so right Cause, now because KD's going to be back. Okay, well Kyrie Irv, Irving. Kyrie so, Irving's doing good, and they want they want that third piece. See, I've uh, been but, hearing, but they got DeAndre DeAndre I Jordan, know, but and he's a beat. You cannot sleep it's on the De- same guy. Yeah, it's they they but when, they the but same when KD gets on the court. 
with him, do you think it's going to mash? With, with Deand- I don't. With uh, DeAndre Jordan? Yes. yes. I don't. Hands down. That's why I said Hands down because I'm telling you. I could be wrong. I'm not a, I'm I, not I, a I basketball know. guy. I know, but I'm saying because you got DeAndre Jordan and Andre Drummond, they're like right here, two peas in the pot. Okay, but DeAndre Jordan is more of a boom, slamming on your face, blocking the ball. DeAndre Jordan, I mean, Andre, Andre Drummond is a big body man. Down low, posted, block, rebound, donkey, but he's a he's a what, fifteen what to twenty one, rebound. Yes, guy. and so and, and so what is, one what one player on the Warriors did KD had the most trouble with? Which one? Green. Green. And what kind of player was he? Green. He's a all round player, but he, he was, was a defense. He was that big. But KD, I'm telling you, I just don't think they're going to mesh. Who with the? I'm telling you right when now. When KD comes back next year, I don't think, and that I think that's why they're going to look for somebody that KD can mesh with. But uh, you got now, Jer- is, now is it? I don't know. Yeah. I just don't. I just don't see it. I. I mean, I just we have to see because right now he's meshing with Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And but you Ky- know, but Kyrie's a assignment leader though. KD's they, not. Yeah. KD could be a leader. KD can be a leader. No, that's what I'm saying. KD's more of a vocal leader where Kyrie's not. See, that's what Kyrie. See, Kyrie's a, a quiet leader. But that's where the coach, the coaching comes in. Because me as a coach, if I got these three good guys, you know, DeAndre Jordan, uh, KD, and Kyrie Irving, I got to make this mesh. I got to make this work. And then I got a backup center that could that could block the lights out. And dunk, just fill in the spot for uh, drunk DeAndre. Yeah, Mr. Jump Shot. I, I'll I be honest. Be, I might be wrong. I just that's what I see because but, because of KD's personality and when he comes back on the court, I just don't see him mesh. I understand, but I think reason why I think he's gonna go to Houston because you got you got uh, Russell Westbrook and you got uh, James Harden, correct? And then you they got, definitely need that. They need piece. that big. Yeah. They need they that need big that man. So just in case if Russell Westbrook taking to taking shooting shots or James Harden taking shots, who's down there to rebound? Drum. I, I think the only thing that that could possibly hurt Houston and having Drummond with the way Russell Westbrook likes to go to, to the, the to the hole, yeah, is him blocking up the lane, plugging it up. They just got they got to find that chemistry. Yeah. And then, I mean, since we're talking about Houston, Houston traded Clint Capella and Nene to Atlanta. It's a three-man, three-team trade. Excuse me, everybody. So Atlanta got Clint Capella and Nene. Denver got Kenta, Bates, Diop, Gerald Green, Shabazz Napier, Noah Vonley, and Houston 2020 first-round draft pick. And Houston got Jordan Bell, Robert Covington, and Golden State's 2024 second-round draft pick. I don't know how the NBA figures this it, stuff out. It, I don't know how you keep track of all of it. It's hard. I mean, it's like a big headache. It's almost like trying to keep track of baseball. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know. And speaking of baseball, yeah. uh, you know, Donnie Baker. Yeah. The, the comedian of Bob and Tom show. Uh, he's a friend of ours. And I got to confirm it next week, but he might be a special call-in guest. That's sweet. Talk yeah, about sweet. some of the Houston Astros, because he's a big baseball nut. Okay. Oh, we better bump so up hopefully, on hopefully, baseball. So hopefully, hey, if you guys out there on the Twitter universe, uh, you know, hashtag Donnie Baker, 
slash D-line sports, put a little pressure on him for us. Yeah. But I think I, if, if his timing works out, I think he'll give us a call. Yeah, that, I, that's I'm, gonna be fun. I'm gonna brush up because I mean I've been following a little bit of baseball, I'm not too much, but now I'm <laughs> picking more in baseball. So. Yeah, with with the the sign stealing scandal of Houston, you kind of yeah. you kind of it, it gets thrown at you so much here lately, you can't not. Mm-hmm. See now all that going on. Pete Rose, everybody know about Pete Rose. He's trying to say, like, "Hey, y'all can lift the ban on me." This, this is going on. You yeah, he's, he's he's actually filing a, a formal appeal. Yeah, because all this scandal going on, he he wants to. I think they, they should. Need to lift I it. think they should have lifted it years ago. Yeah, I opinion. agree. They, they you know he ahead. didn't bet he, he against his thing. team. He bet on baseball, but he didn't bet against the team that he was coaching. He actually bet on his team. Did he? I thought he no. Didn't. He he bet for them to win. It was. But he was betting on his team. Yeah, but see that, but he's not shanking the game. No, he just believed in his team. Yeah, that's not that's not. But I understand. But you know, so back then it was probably a little bit harsh. But now they need to lift that ban on Pete Rose and go ahead yeah. and put him in the Hall of Fame. I know? think so too. Yeah, I I think if you look at, at baseball, it's you got a lot of old guys running baseball still. I mean, it's it's just oh, yeah. a bunch of old guys, and those old guys in baseball. Oh, white guys, man. Baseball guys hold a grudge you know, more than you anybody. Know, <laughs> I'm you telling know, you, you what. know, the more white guys, they get a tight ass, and you, they ain't letting it go. Nah, nah well, they, especially these guys. Yeah, they ain't letting nothing. Go. I mean, you're not gonna, you're not gonna, really, you're not gonna put Derek Jeter in unanimously. You got one, yeah. one creep out there that's like, no, knucklehead. He, he knocked us out of the playoffs. No. Yeah, I mean, come on. Yeah. So, also, do you know what's starting this weekend? The XFL. Saturday. Ooh, yeah, Saturday. Saturday at X- 2 o'clock. XFL. Do you think it's going to be a bust like last time, or you think it's going to do a little bit better? Honestly, the way ESPN is hyping it up, I think it's going to do a lot better. I hope so. I'll be honest. I think I'll, it's going to do a lot better. Vince McMahon is going to end up being the richest man in the world. He, I mean, he's a very billionaire, but, I mean, the man is a – He's a good entrepreneur. He don't stop. He, if, is there any way he can make money, he will go get it. Have you seen the rules on the XFL? No, I, I've not seen the They've rules. They've changed some of the stuff. Oh, Ed, but it's exciting stuff. But what, what is it? There's no more kicking an extra point. You So they, they've, they've set up. They're trying to make the kickoff a part of the game again. So <clears throat> if you kick the ball, let me try. I don't want to mess this up. Can I help you? Yeah, help me out. What, when you kick the ball, no player is allowed to move until the receiving team catches the ball. Okay, so they have to wait. Yeah, yeah. and and they say it's a, it's all it brings it back into the the kickoff back and into keeps the game, it safer. and it keeps it safer. That way, there's not these twenty two mile an hour collisions on somebody standing still. Yeah, which think about it makes sense. Yeah, I'm not a doctor and. Or a physicist that knows uh, speed as, and as, ratio. As and being a former punt returner, <laughs> I'll tell you, that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he st- 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 a little bit of a twitch there. Uh, yeah, that, 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 that can ruin Uh-oh. your day. Uh-oh. But the video, no, the video guys in here, we're in trouble. Oh, boy. I'm sorry. I was looking over some of the rules right now. Yeah, but like uh, the extra point, you got three ways to score your extra point, and kicking is not an option. 
you can start off at the two-yard line to get two points. Uh, the f I think it's the five-yard line. No, two-yard line's one point, five-yard line's two points, and the 10-yard line's three points. Yeah. So the way they're setting it up, if it's a close game, things can change like yeah. that. Here's another one right here I'm just reading that caught my attention. It says the out-of-bound kicks and kicks that fall short of the 20-yard line will result in a legal procedure penalty taking the ball all the way out of the kicking team's 45-yard line. Yeah, so there's yeah, – It's just yeah. something – I'm sorry, I was, I'm looking at you something. You want to keep it in bounds. Yeah, so you want to keep it – because if it goes yeah. out of bounds, especially before – And that's even on a punt. Yes. So I think some of the rule changes – and it, just being a traditionalist here, all these things are gimmicky and they're fun. And I think you're going to have kind of what you had with the AAF just recently. I think you're going to, for a couple weeks, it's going to be a neat little, neat little uh, novelty to have. Okay, well, we got these guys. Oh, you know, we, we got this guy that I – oh, he used to play for so-and-so and this guy here and got this coach and and new rules. But then it's going to set in after a couple weeks and then the NFL drafts or the combine's coming around and you're going to be more interested in that than you are the XFL. And then the draft's going to come around you're going to be more interested in that. And then by then – that's over. XFL season's over. They've run out of money and we're done. Do you know how long the XFL season is? How many games? I do not. No, I can find out real quick for you, sir. Please do. Yes, sir. We got a new research assistant. Oh, no, we don't. So, it starts February 8th, 12 o'clock, like you said. And last one is doo -doo 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 championship is April 26th. That's you the championship. Is, February you know what April 26th is? What? Well, 27th is the NFL draft. Huh. In Las Vegas. Yeah. So and did you see did you see where they're going to motorboat the player to the stage? Yeah. From the water. So they're going to be like <laughs> all the way to the stage. <laughs> my my question for you guys is which Nothing could go wrong there. Which <laughs> which draftee is going to be the first to jump in? Nah, oh, I don't think nobody wants. Especially <laughs> you got be, a nice suit they're on. Gonna, cause yeah, they're gonna be they're a, a nice suit. They showing us. You think I'm gonna jump gonna in the water? Thousand dollar suit. Somebody's going to. You probably <laughs> would. It's gonna be an offensive lineman. I so. blame. <laughs> it'd be somebody. It'd be somebody like Quinn Quinn Nelson. Like, hell yeah, I got drafted. <laughs> Do a big old belly flop. <laughs> well, let's, let's just hope Pat McAfee's not driving the boat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we should start that. We uh, should start that campaign. Uh, <laughs> McAfee fine. drive the boat. For the coach pick. <laughs> <laughs> For all of them. He'd be doing dumb. <laughs> no, it'll be Marshawn Lynch. Because <laughs> of the cart golf cart. Okay. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, you lost me. Okay. We didn't lose you. Okay. We're right there with you. Okay, let's make sure. I think we're done. Yeah. I think we are. I think we're you done. We go, we go a little south. Yeah, we we. We digressed slightly. Right turn climb. Well, is there anything else anybody wants to bring up? No, not really. I think we covered it all for the week. I think we did. We'll be back here next, next week. Thursday. Next Thursday. Talk about more stuff. Yes, yes, indeed. All right.
Well, let's get into our final thoughts. Oh, that only leaves on me. I'll leave it to oh, you. Oh, you know the pretty ones, prettiest one in the room always speaks first. Then why can't you go first then? I'm not the prettiest one in the room. Uh, okay. Since you make me say it out loud. You are. I'm going to the All right, everybody. Just want to say, I'm going to keep on saying it. Hug your loved ones. Hug your friends. Call somebody up. You know, you haven't talked in a while. If you have any type of issues, beef, or whatever, just squash it. It's 2020. Let's stay focused. Like I said, 2020 vision. We got to stay focused on our future, the vision. We need more love, less hate, you know, quit dividing each other, politics, whatever. We need to quit dividing and just come together because we are one people. So just look at the person next to you, call somebody up and tell them, I love you. Sometimes people just need to hear that. So I just called to say, I love you. Oh, you should have jumped in. I know, oh, right? Coach. <laughs> we would have had a good three way go. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm in a little bit of a, a deep place this week, too. We uh, got a good friend of the show, uh, Justin Williams, and his wife, Lindsay, lost somebody very close to them this week. Uh, Lindsay's father, Rob, passed away uh, over the weekend, and they've been dealing with that all week, and it's it's a really tough thing. And like, like Carvey said, you know, you don't know how hard things are on people. Sometimes you see somebody needs needs just a word. Sometimes that's that's all it takes. Just, just let smile. some, yeah, just let them just know you're smile. there. I mean, a text message, a Facebook message, a phone call, a pat on the back, a hey, how's your day going? That 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 may change something for anybody. Just be there for each other. And I, I'll testify to what you guys are saying. Um, because I lost my brother Sunday, and a lot of you guys reached out personally to me, checking on me, telling me he's praying for me, uh, you know, telling me if there was anything I need, you know, to let you guys know. And it does. It it changes everything. It really nice. does change everything. Now, that wasn't my final thought, though. I'll just piggyback on what you guys <laughs> My final thought is... Somewhere down the line, we've all had it rough. We've all got past, and they're not always pretty. But I'm here to tell everybody that you don't have to live for your past. Your next steps don't have to be guided by your past. You can let your past go and strive for greater things in this world. You know, so... To all those people out there that had a rough past or that, you know, even just had a small part of their life that was rough, let it go. Make your next step a positive step to something that's going to be great and achieving for you and your yeah. family. Don't let those bad things keep holding you down. Don't let those bad things keep you from a great future. And you can. Things and, can and turn it's, around quick. And it's easy to do that. Because, oh, this happened. Oh, that happened. Man, you're in charge of that next step. You personally are in charge of your next step. You personally are in charge of your mindset. Don't let the bad shit dictate that step. Don't let it dictate your mindset. There's a lot of good things in this world. Strive for those. Strive for that happiness. It's there. And 
you don't have to get there all at once. No. If every day you take in a positive direction, you're one step, step closer, closer one to step something closer. more positive and, than you, and you're farther away from that negative thing. Yep. Yeah, I and mean, like I said, you, you don't have to go through it alone either. No, you, don't, you, don't you have sure to, don't. You don't have to go through it alone. Just you got we're, people. We're there. we're all on this journey together. So. Amen to that. Man, that was a good closer, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> we all piggyback off of each other. <laughs> all right, final thoughts are out of the way. We paid our bills. We forget anything, Coach? I'm sure we did, but it doesn't matter at this point. You know where I got that? Where? I got that in Houston, Texas. Hell when yeah. I went to the game down there. Go Colts. My friends that invited me you down stole there. Stole off a poor homeless man. No. <laughs> I'm still off a homeless, just rich. Still off a rich, rich man. But no, my friends down there, uh, they'd go around and they were handing out uh, memorabilia to their to the opposite team, just so they had a good time. That's awesome. Yeah, pretty cool. But anyways, we're gonna quit for now. We don't want to. I'm telling you, we need to do a 24 hour marathon. Okay, hold on now. So that'd oh, be we're, so we're, much we, fun. We've got one coming. Oh yeah, we do. Don't we? April 27th. <laughs> I gotta make sure I got but anyways, you guys be good to each other. No drinking and driving. If you're in the Bloomington area, call our friend Thomas. He's an Uber driver. He will come pick you up. Yes, he will. I'm sure he will. I'll call Yancey that picked up Adrian James. <laughs> <laughs> Is he still driving? Oh, I don't know. Good Is question. He? I don't know. Find out. <laughs> Find out. Tell him we'll give him a plug. <laughs> but anyways, you guys be good to each other. No drinking and driving. And as always, go, go Colts. Quit jerking each other off. Hey, we're wow. still alive, Oh, dude. God, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Being beat I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>